John. How are you? Hey, um, Carson's uh, in a stretch where obviously he's scuffling a little bit. Where, where do you start with him? And, and uh, you know, he's taken a lot of hits this year. How much of a factor do you think all that is in, in what we're seeing on the field? You know, I mean, I think uh, the quarterback position is is such a unique position in that you're so dependent on the play of everybody else. So I think we go up and down together. Quarterback's central of it. I think by and large, Carson's still doing a lot of really good things. Um, still a lot of positive, even in a bad stretch. Two people can look at the same thing and see different results. And we, we have to own the, the negative results, but still feel good about a lot of the things that he's doing, um, even it, in the adversity and in the bad stretch we're in. How do you feel he is on coverage recognition in terms of he sees a guy, he's, he's beating his man, he's got a window, but doesn't either see the linebacker or the safety or whoever else might be in secondary coverage? Coming. I think Carson's vision, his coverage re recognition is way beyond his years. There's very few plays where he's fooled in coverage. You know, um, you've, you've seen that. You see that. Time and time again, quarterbacks get fooled by disguise. I, I think he has really good vision. He's shown good vision. Um, every quarterback's going to make a bad decision every now and then. You know, throw the ball down the middle and cover two when maybe you should have come underneath. That happens all the time. I mean, all the time. It's not acceptable. You, you don't want to do it. But sometimes you're trying to make a play and it happens. But I think overall, his his vision, his recognition, his recognition of coverage has, has been very good. How about his mechanics? That seems to be a question now from his yeah, I mean, you know, as a as the offensive coordinator and, and helping out and trying to help out in that regard a lot. Again, for every player, mechanics, technique, fundamental, critically important. You're always working at it. The higher level you get, the more you work on it. I think he's still completing a very high percentage of his passes. You know, when you look at it in the big scope of things. Am I ever satisfied with it? No. I mean, but I've never satisfied with myself as a quarterback. I've never been satisfied with any quarterback I've ever coached. Um, you're always pushing them to get better. You, you got to get better. You got. And as long as a guy has the mindset that he's trying to get better, that's the key. And um, and I think he and he has that mindset, and he's proven that time and time again. What's been the common thread in all the interceptions? And when you look at them, you know, uh, I think it's a mixed bag. Couple of them are, are could be a decision, you know, like the one going down the middle this last week. Um, every now and then, it's a bad throw. Um, same for every other quarterback. Uh, and I'm not trying to defend the guy, but just trying to have a realistic perspective about what happens playing that position, with everything going on around you. Um, so you have to you have to learn from it. I mean, you know, you got to take it hard. I mean, it's got to hurt because it, it hurts the team when we make, you know, when you're the quarterback and you make a mistake, it's amplified. It's not just like you missed a block or dropped a ball. It's when you play quarterback, you understand that it, it's the mistakes are amplified. So you got to have thick skin, fight through it, but very happy uh, in a lot of respect, but also still have a sense of urgency to keep working with him to get better. Right. This thing has been kind of common theme that we've seen since the spring. Um, a rookie quarterbacks, I guess, go all go through this. I mean, Peyton Manning threw like 20 interceptions in his first year. But what's the expectation of when that needs to stop? I mean, you know, when does that need to stop? I mean, when, you know, do you need another full off season? No, it needs to stop now. I mean, you know, as far as, you know, you, you need to have the mindset that it needs to stop now. You can't go another game. I mean, there's no, and as far as the, the a pass sailing, um, I guess it's true with every player has a, you know, I like, 
I like golf. So you watch golfers, and everybody has a miss. You know, that, you know, I tend to miss. You know, you tend to miss with a little bit right of the fairway. And it, you know, right now, if Carson's miss is a little bit of a high ball, um, is it dramatic? I don't think it's anything out of the acceptable range. The guy's still playing a lot of good football and completing a lot of passes. Um, do we need to work on it? Do we need to get it corrected? Yeah, and, and, he, and we are doing that, and he is doing that. It seemed like earlier in the year, though, those high passes weren't really happening in the first three games especially. I mean, like it might have been a problem like during the summer and everything, but it seemed like it got fixed, and, then, and now it's happening again. How do you explain that? May, may, Maybe to some degree. I mean, you know, I still see the practice always, even even during the hot stretch, you know, where there weren't very many missed. Um, you know, there's still balls in practice. I mean, you, you just go through a good stretch. You get in the zone. I mean, it's you get in, even the great players get in the zone and and get even better. So, um, I, I don't discount it at all. I really don't. Um, there's a sense of urgency to get better, but he has that. We all have that. He's a really responsible guy. Like, he takes responsibility for what's going on out there. Is there any extent that you are concerned that he says to himself, I might not have my best receiver, I might not have my best running back, my offensive line's patched up a little bit, that he takes more responsibility on himself to make things happen than, you know, and as a kid, they do that sometimes. Do you, do you see no, any of that? Yeah, there's no question. I mean, I, I think that's why we got to stick together as a team. And that's why we, you know, we have to. Now, he, trust me, this guy's a mentally tough guy, and uh, and very mature guy. He's mentally and physically very tough, and he's very mature. So that's a good formula for us, because you got to be to play the position, and certainly to play, you know, here in this city. And, and he welcomes that, and, and we welcome that. We're glad we have him. So, but do you still have a sense that you know you want to protect your teammates, you know, and you have a sense that he could take on, you know, you hear it so much, hey. You, I've seen the best of them get broken down. You know, the most confident quarterbacks in the world lose their confidence and get battered. Okay, so you don't take it for granted. You know, these are these are our guys. These are our team. That's why we have to stick up for each other. Um, you know, especially inside this building, we stick. We all stick together here with our fans and that whole deal. But inside in that locker room, it's it's a special bond, and I don't know any other way to do it. I guess my question was, and I guess I didn't state it properly. Was is he? Translating that into trying to do too much on the field himself occasionally. Yeah. Um, probably at times, every quarterback tries to do too much, especially when you know you're not generating the points that we want to generate. Um, are there going to be times where you try to do too much? Yes, absolutely. Um, has it has it happened? Yeah, but I don't think it's happened as much as it could have. To be honest with you, I think he's handled it pretty well. I mean, I think. During this past game on the sideline, when you, when you get down points, you know you got a head coach who's played a lot, and Coach DiFilippo. We've all been around the block a few times. You get behind, and we're on the sideline. Tell them, okay, one play at a time. Don't over, let's not go crazy here. We can't get it all back in one play. Those things are all being talked about on the sidelines. We've all been around the block, um, but when you're out there doing it, it it's a, it's hard. It's that's a hard position to play, and I think he's handled it very well. He's already experienced more losing, you know, on this level than he did in college, essentially. Uh, how is he? Um, what have you noticed behind the scenes in that respect of kind of absorbing, you know, repeated defeat for the first time? Well, you know, for for a while, I I thought he seemed, you know, totally unflappable. I mean, I know, I mean, it was like there was, you know, now in some of the more recent losses, do I do you sense that? This is okay. He's feeling this one. 
he's feeling this one. Yeah, I mean, we're all feeling it. And, uh, you know, I think he was that, that young, naive, uh, in a good sense, but still very mature guy who came in, and it was like, nothing's going to get this guy down. But even, uh, you know, he, but it wears on you. It wears on you. Losing wears on you in this league. And you, that's why you've got to have the mental toughness. You've got to have the mental toughness because it's a grind. And it's especially a grind when you're not winning the games that you want to win and you lose close games. You have to have the tenacity to fight out of it and not get too down. And he has that. Zach Ertz's failure to block on that one backside play that was scrambled. What was your take on it? Was he trying to avoid a penalty there? You know, I I have learned over the years to trust the players' instincts. Um, you know, I, I look back on it. You know, after he, you know, it didn't really jump out at me honestly the first time. But because Carson was so near to the sideline, it, it was a non the block was a non factor in the play. Um, sometimes you get a shot like that and you take it. Other times, to be honest, I played with a guy, Hall of Fame, Barry Sanders, who was uh, famous for avoiding hits. You know, that's why he played all the time. He, he was never hurt. And uh, you saw when Perfect hit DGB, you know, he got as hurt almost as DGB did. And so there was a side of me when I look back when I, I won Zach playing the last four games. So did he – it was a non-factor in the play. You want to you wanted tell the player, hey, go ahead and knock him out. But sometimes you have an instinct as a player, and over the years I've just learned to trust the uh, instinct of the player. It seems like you guys are like in a 10-0, in a 14-0 hole a lot. What can you do to get the rhythm back in the offense that you have late and get it in the first quarter? There is no other answer than to execute one play at a time. I mean, it's, there's no magic formula. It's, I think we've had good energy at practice. I like the way we practice. Um, I, I feel like we're putting together good plans. We're showing flashes of being a good football team. We need to be more consistent. We need to make more big plays. It's hard to sustain 14 play drives. We've missed a few plays here and there. We just all coaches, players together, just need to make it work one play at a time. Thanks, Brian.